I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. No one likes them, but they don't care. They've got the bark and the bite, or should I say, roar. So come down to the den, if you dare. It's the Millwall Fan Show on Love Sport. Such a banger. Such a well, the truth of the matter is I've actually got it, so it's on like my playlist as well. The holiday. You're gonna take that to Dubai. Yes, mate. People will ring you in Dubai with that as your ringtone. It's brilliant. It's an absolute <laughs> tune, isn't it, Harry? It is. I am just jealous I'm not on it really. <laughs> well maybe you should do a re a remix or you know, like a like a choir type of a maybe you could do it in that studio next door. What a choir? Like a you know, Millwall and when yeah, do like a re re uh, recorded what, version. The of whole it. gang. Zampa as well. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not Zampa. <laughs> I don't know. If we can organise Zampa. Bellinia and Zampa. <laughs> and what we'll do is we'll get you. Know, you know, you know the Millwall football club. Yeah. As we know you're listening. <laughs> Could you do us a lend <laughs> of, um, of 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 your mascots? Alternatively, you know that massive lion that with the cross eyes in the in the press room. I've never been in the press room. It's scary. It's oh, it's like a, like a like a huge stuffed toy. Of yeah, a lion, isn't it? Hook us up with him. I don't know what his name is. Uh, I don't know. Rory, the name. I don't know. Probably. It must have Lenny the line, perhaps. Uh, we've got a new new member. He's been promoted from the development squad. I don't know. You know well, it was meant to be Danielle, who can't be with us tonight. Yeah, she failed a late finish. You know, have you ever seen those t-shirts? I, I, when I went to New York, all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Well, we, we were meant to have Danielle, and all we got was this lousy Brandon Pragnall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try my best. I really will. I'll give it my best shot. I'd like to point out he's he's currently sweating profusely <laughs> with his national radio debut. I'm only kidding. G- give, us, give us your details then. Let's have the stats. Let's have the form. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm a Millwall fan. I only go to I home games. So, I only go to home games. I think to, 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 to yeah. some fans that might be a disgrace. But Where do you I, sit? Uh, well, I, I work in the club shop, so I, I stand mo- most places. I do so, and I actually find it better standing than sitting sometimes, especially in the the ones where they're all full and everyone's there, and you're just up. I think it was QPR before one of the, one of the games where it was mostly sold out, and you, when you're standing and everyone's shouting, it's fantastic. Oh, nice! It's, uh, it's an electric surge. Danny Baker described it as being plugged into like being plugged into National Grid electric supply. Yeah, it's just. But that was Coldblow Lane back in the old days. Yeah. So, listeners, if you've got any issues with the club shop, you can ring in tonight, and Brandon is available to take your calls. Yeah, uh, we, we, you know, th- thanks to our, our newfound, like, uh, little like, loving relationship with Millwall Football Club, we're opening up the customer service lines for an extra <laughs> Macron hour logos time. that come off. I've, I've never felt more loved in my entire life. <laughs> for, for, oh, we no. love you too. For an extra hour, we're opening up your customer service lines, and young Brandon over here is going to be answering your questions. Shirt collars that come off. Yeah. Badges that fray. Exactly. Call us. Yeah, yeah 0208 2558 whatever issues you've got with your garments if you want to know about how to wash them as well we'll, we'll tell you the He's your man. inside out 30 degrees job done Happy Brandon days. is here for you listeners washing uh, machines live longer with Calvin <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Washing machines live longer with Brandon. Yes, yes they do. <laughs> Let's leave him alone. Let's move on to Brentford. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk Don't about talk, talking about things that wash come out in the wash and fall apart. That was a Mill defence last week, apparently. Did you go, Barry? I didn't go. I have a problem with West London football. We've discussed this. Yeah. It's all a bit plastic. What's the problem? It's all a bit plastic. It's not real football, is it? I, I, I just I feel sorry for the man, our uh, producer tonight, whose team have decided to spend £105 million in the summer to sell their soul. And that's West London in general. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's eating some form of sandwich at the moment. I don't He's nearly choking bad. on it, I bet. Because <laughs> I thought they were a fantastic football side last season. And they decided yeah, to throw it away. No. No. Um, a flop for the Lions at Brentford. I've written on my notes, listeners. Um... From what I gather, I wasn't there either. I was I was otherwise detained on family issues. Detained? Yeah, detained. Against his will. <laughs> on family issues. Because um, I couldn't make the Brentford game, but um, it doesn't sound like a great performance. Um, with Neil, Neil Harris speaking after the game said Saturday was a step backwards. Sounds like defence was stepping backwards as too. Uh, I, think Murray Wall- I think Murray Wallace at left back isn't, isn't great. I'll be honest. Can't be an answer. I mean, I, 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 I'm very... Um, I'm very average about Murray Wallace. I I, I, I don't dislike him. Um, equally, he doesn't exactly set set me on fire. So, to see him playing at left back over James Meredith, who I accept hasn't had a great season, it just seems slightly slightly odd. I, I, there, there's a slight sticky tape kind of feeling to the, the side at the moment where it's being held together. You know, it, it, it's okay in single games, but I can't see how we can build a season around that kind of approach. Not I, this early. I agree. I just think that maybe, I think I've seen the future. And <laughs> what is that future? The future. <laughs> League One. <laughs> no, 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 no. League One. Millwall can't play four four two forever. I, I just, I, I love four four two. It's had its time. It's worked for Neil Harris, but I think we've been found out. And we do have players at the club. We don't have to launch the ball from Jake Cooper 45 yards at a big man. We can play through the lines. We do have players that can do that. The problem is, you know, there's mm. been news at the Den article this week about Fred mm. being away yeah. on loan. Yep. And I saw Jamie Pryor. We love Jamie Pryor's work. Jamie Pryor is the man that does the alternative commentaries, Aaron. I know oh, you like. yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of Jamie Stephen pa- Hawking's voice. Yes. Um, <laughs> Jamie Pryor what? put... It's Siri, mate. It's Siri. <laughs> <laughs> or Microsoft <laughs> Sam, circa 1990. Microsoft Sam. Stephen Hawking and Beyond. Yep. <laughs> Go away, paperclip. No one likes beyond you. the black hole in the universe. It's yeah. Stephen Hawking's so, um, voice. Still but, following the lines. Well, yeah. <laughs> He, he does that, obviously, <laughs> Stephen Hawking voice, or Microsoft Sam, or wherever else it may be. Um, and basically said, our knuckle-dragging section of our support, which, you know, I think that's a bit harsh, but I agree that some people like 442 and would see 442 played until the end, will get on Fred's back because he's a Millwall boy more than... You know, Tom Elliott, or, and it's exactly what happened with John Marquez. John Marquez has gone away and uh. is having a good career, whereas Fred needs to be given time to develop, but you don't get that time at Millwall. So, Millwall have to buy in players, and the fact is that we've bought in this £1.5 million, pound, £1.2 million pound Tom Bradshaw, and you've seen him for nine minutes, and he played an outside-of-the-foot pass in the last home game, which I looked at and I went... Well, that's £1.5 million. Pounds. I've never seen a Millwall player do that. I've never seen someone hit a 45-yard outside-of-the-foot cutting ball and Morrison managed to mess up a side-foot pass back to him, which sums it up perfectly of the yeah. old and the new. We're in transition. We're not going to be a playoff side, but I can see the future and we're going to be all right. We've just got to survive now. I've got a question about the 4-4-2. Um, yes. Aaron Paul, conservative. No. Um, <laughs> I always do the right honourable gentleman for hiring good. Uh, you're, uh, yeah. But, but the, yeah, the right honourable gentleman. Um, with 4-4-2, there's three teams within the South London area I want to pick on. One of them actually playing at the moment, Wimbledon. One of them, Crystal Palace. One of them, Millwall. They all play 4-4-2. They've all tried to change their style and it's not worked. This and is, is, it a case of, is it a case of square pegs and round holes? Um, I don't think we tra- tried to change our style. I just think the difference between us and Palace. I mean, if, uh, from I've watched quite a bit of Palace because they've been on telly a lot recently. I mean, you couldn't pay me to go there. Um, I just think they play to Wilfred Taha. We just play to League. Well, you? No, because he's not that good. He really is better in their team. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he's not uh, in their uh, team. Uh, 
Sorry. Sorry. 442 doesn't have to be launch the ball relentlessly at a big man, does it? I mean, there are some of the great teams in 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 football. Man United won the treble with 442. Yeah. I mean, Manchester, I mean, I remember AC Milan in their pomp, which yeah, that uh, predates United's pomp, but they were also playing a form of 442. It doesn't have to be um, you know, Wimbledon 1988 where it's just go bang down the middle. Um the problem that we have is that we don't have a second string to to our bow. It is always launched at Tom Elliott or Steve Morrison as as they interchange, and or then Jeff Wallace, and then the knockdown finds. You know, uh, hopefully Gregory um, seems not Bradshaw. I think that the Bradshaw story is going to be one of the strangest stories in Mill's history I, because I you know it, the previous record holder was a boat called Paul Goddard, yeah. um, who was a flop, and we haven't played. Uh, Tom Bradshaw having paid 1.2 million for it yes I mean, I, I, I mean the problem that I feel is that Jed's not had a bad season is that if you stop Jed Wallace you stop Millwall playing it on the floor it, it, you know last season on the run I mean we are come on we are being a little bit harsh because we are only one point worse off than what we were at this stage last season but let's not forget that but last season we got Ben Marshall at Christmas who is now at Norwich, um, yeah. and we had balance, and we found a balance, and we could whip the ball in from either side, and the strikers went further forward, and we won games. I don't know how much Ben Marshall is, but let's sign him, please, if he's not I, playing, I would have gone for Key for more as a striker. Apparently we're interested in some bloke who's like some uh, Tom Eaves at Gillingham. Is that right? I don't know. He's alright. This is the rumour. Yeah. He's a, is quite he a, a tall player. He is. is he another target man? Is he like yeah. Sam Parkin? He, he, he on is players? another relatively big player. He's yeah. a Millwall big player. John Parkin, Parkin, he? Yeah, he's at, he's at Gillingham he's at the class. moment. He's, he's not too bad. Hmm. But again, it's another big target man that we're going for. So it's it's do we want to play another style or are we going to stick with four four two? Let's sign Peter Cratch. I, I, go I, for it. <laughs> I, I think that the, the there are some realities that Den would not tolerate what Brentford try and do with the ball, which is to keep no, it, and keep, it and keep it. Yeah. Um, I watched Forrest play um, on on TV a couple of weeks ago, playing the ball around um, teams, yeah. playing the ball inside their own penalty area, trying to pass the ball. How, How many they? teams have you seen doing that this season? Had they? People is yeah, people is don't work. People no, is talk about that Brentford more. style of play. What are they achieve with it? It's like Spurs, well, isn't it? No, nothing. I mean, football is is a is a results business. So what they achieve with it? Well, they're not promoted to the Premier League, which is what the expectation would be with that style of football. Um, Fulham went up last season with a, a you know beautiful yeah, start no, to the watch, but is, then but they found out when they get there. But Fulham Fulham put better quality players in to play that system, and unfortunately for Fulham, I think this season and. Dom's outside, and you, you, I think you probably agree with me. He doesn't want to be. He does want to. He's, he's a bit shy tonight. Um, but you know, they bought players for the sake of it. You know, and and I'm wondering, is that the case with Bradshaw? Did they think, oh, we got a bit of nah, money in our pocket? We, now? we don't, what we've we've seen don't have the resources for that. I mean, it, you know, Fulham. Um, a club of a certain level but I mean they're, they're backed by b- bigger money than we have backing us I don't think we can, we can't take players off the market by, by soaking them up like Chelsea nah you know? let's, <laughs> let's be honest about Bradshaw Bradshaw in the flashes that he's had has been really good yeah and the problem I find is that Lee Gregory is regardless of his contract issue which Millwall I think want to keep Lee Gregory but the, the question that I pose I think in my notes later on is can we should we ought we to change style um, one quarter of the way into the season with Christmas looming I'm not sure we can and that is the question 0208 70 25 is number to call it's Love Sport Radio with your Millwall fan show on uh, on your Friday night. We're talking. Uh, we're going to be talking to Adrian Forbes a bit later on. We're just lo- looking back at some of your memories of him. Uh, only played thirteen or so games for Millwall. Not sure who signed him. Was it Kenny Jackett? Kenny Jackett. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Kenny signed him at Swansea. Played for Swansea. Um, and then Jackett obviously moved on to Millwall and signed Forbes. In 2008-2009, he played 13 times, no goals, Re- remember him well. It was a season where um, we reached the playoff final, I believe. Was that the season when Alexander, Gary Alexander scored his fantastic Greatest goal? Greatest goal at Wembley ever. The greatest goal ever scored at yeah. Wembley. So he was part of that. I mean, obviously, he's, he, he seems to have moved around various clubs. He, he, he was literally at Millwall for um, for for about a, a year and a, a and a month, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're, we're gonna be talking to Adrian a little bit later on. Harrogate Wim- nil, Wimbledon nil in the FA Cup. Sixty four minutes on the clock there. Um, yeah, chaps, do, do we want to sort of like sum up Brentford? 
Well, that, when you weren't there. <laughs> difficult. I mean, Real wall. I've only gone by the goals and the reports that I've read, which sounds like everyone, including Neil, was, was slightly um, left flat as a pancake afterwards. 2-0 um, defeat in a, in a London derby. It sounded like it never took off. So it um, doesn't sound like there was much to, to, you know, to generate much excitement there. No. I think it was disappointing on the back of some decent results. Of I, lis- I listened to the I Follow coverage. Our very own Sam Brown was there. She was. She big was. up. Big up, big Sam. And uh, just say hello to Sam, because yeah. you said tough, tough yeah. all week this week. I hope so you're okay. Big I, up, you just yeah. said big up, big Sam. Yeah, big Sam. She's big Sam. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sam, I hope you're okay. Um, yeah. Move on. Yeah, move on. Um, move on. Yeah. That was, um, uh, that, that was the uh, the tribute tower here on uh, on the Millwall franchise on Love Sport. <laughs> no, but um, on a serious note... <laughs> Yeah, listening to it, it was the most tedious of games. I mean, Mill should probably have been 3 0 up. Um, well, we Cooter missed a couple of chances inside the box. They didn't. Um, Bentley done his usual um, prima donna preening peacock style against us, which seems to infuriate us every time. I just want someone to leave one in on him. Who, Bentley? Yeah. He, he's like a poor man's Joe Hart, isn't he? He's not really a poor man's Joe Hart. I think he's more of a poor man's Jordan Pickford. <laughs> he gets out of his goal, shouts at people, and no one really pays attention to him. He's the typical South End boy, isn't he? I mean, I'm from Essex, so I know what they're like. And he what is. goes down Baz Vegas for a night out? He goes down Festival Leisure Park. He's there. <laughs> you ever been down Festival Leisure Park? No, I he haven't. He doesn't no. drink. <laughs> yeah, drink responsibly. <laughs> Lee Gregory says um, we weren't at it, and they were. I suppose that sums up that, that performance in a, in a nutshell. I expect me all to be at it tomorrow, though. Well, it's, um, from what I read, um, there was a bit of a lock-in in the in the dressing room. I, I dare say lock-in. some some um, well, not that not a nice kind of lock-in, a, oh. a, a fraught, fractious exchange of view style lock-in after the game. I just um, think it's got to click eventually away from home because we, for some reason, we just struggle away from home, and it goes on at the start of the season. I mean, last year. We seem to just get over it. We, I think it was Leeds, I think, and then we just went on this fantastic run. Mm. I think we need a game where a bit of luck just goes our way. Maybe just a lucky goal and we might be able to defend it. Have I mean, we managed to go in front this year yeah. away from home? Because I don't think we have. No, I think I we're always chasing no, a game. No, I mean, we, haven't, we haven't done it away from home. We, we've had some, some okay results. I thought the Aston Villa result was, uh, you know, was, was yeah. an okay result. Um, we came from behind there, if memory serves. They went one up, then we've Not come back Forest. from... Um, Forest. we've done well. Yeah, um, Yeah. I mean, Leeds last season was one of those um, apocalyptic Millwall games that you yeah. get. You know, it's, everything explodes from there. Um, but we also rode our luck in that. And, I mean, you know, you're right to identify that, because there was games where, you know, the opposition hit the crossbar at the post. James Meredith about nine off the, yeah, off the so line last season. Yeah, so, you know, it was, was one of those one-off runs. We're not, going, we're not getting much luck at all at the moment, that's no. for sure. Um should it end? Well, it must at some stage, I suppose. It's Preston <laughs> hopefully away. this season it'll it'll, it'll end. But um, certainly, uh, it, it's hard to take much from from the Brentford game. And of course, tomorrow we're, we're at Norwich, who are on fire at the moment. Yeah, they've had an interesting one. I mean, Daniel Farker, I, I wasn't too sort of impressed by, but he seems to to have implemented a style and got players firing um, eventually. Yeah. They're an odd one, aren't they? I mean, they got thumped by us last season at home. Um, we won 4 0, didn't we? we, we yeah, Quite I mean, interesting results. We either get stuffed up there like badly, yeah. so, as in six, five, six or sixes, and or else we beat them quite convincingly at the den. It's, it's a very odd um, sequence of results. 4 0 it was last season. Yeah, we? that was the. Uh, I mean, the, the away game was on New Year's Day this year, and yeah. I went. And I went I went the back to back the long sort of we had a really horrible sort of December, January last year, didn't mm. we? We went Aston Villa the last shopping weekend before Christmas. Yeah, I went to that then, one. Yeah. I went to that one. We went then we had uh, Norwich on New Year's Day yeah. and then we had Leeds sort of the week after and we probably deserved to win at Villa. We definitely didn't deserve to get beaten at Norwich, but we did and we we, we were the masters of our own downfall. One new up at half time and lose two one. And I saw Ryan Tunnicliffe at left midfield, which is a sight I never want to see again. The thing um, I don't get with this team uh, last season, we we fired and we got fire in the belly and we got this kind of Millwall surge of results and it, 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 mayhem follows. Um, this season we just can't quite 
get it fired on, can we? we no, we've had a couple of okay results, and I thought we might kick on from Villa. Then we go and produce a flop at Brentford, and it's just hard to quite read the squad. I, I don't quite get this collection of players at the I, moment. I don't know if we maybe are a little bit tired. I know it sounds silly, but like emotionally tired. Because we were so close last season it's got to hurt inside you must know you're not really good enough you know I think we weren't any worse than Fulham but you know they had the head start in terms of getting the playoffs and after we lost against them the season was effectively over we since then I mean we beat Villa on the last day or whatever but since then I mean it's football's a funny game with luck Mm. football's a funny game with how teams feel a defeat can sometimes feel well deserved or you feel well done by by a defeat but equally the same as a win you're almost better off scraping a lucky win than you are by dominating a side sort of like against Ipswich you're better off not deserving winning a game and having a scrappy 1-0 win where you don't deserve to win that galvanises you that gives you strength and gives you a sort of you know uh, every prove the doubt as wrong kind of thing whereas you know, turning up against Ipswich, we've hardly got out of second gear. It was is a 3-0 win, but um, that, that wasn't, that, that wasn't know, is exactly that the a, best? a showstopper, was it? it no, was is that the best way to prepare for harder games, You know, if you understand what I'm saying? So, I think the season doesn't actually feel like it started for me. No. I still, Because of these international breaks, I don't feel like oh, we've had no, a run no, of jud- games. I'll give you a juddery start. It's, it's funny just thinking about the point you've made there, Harry. Um since that disallowed goal in it was about three or four minutes into the Fulham game nothing's been quite the same since I mean it was that kind of um, you know immense first half where we threw everything at them we had a disallowed goal I think did we hit the woodwork in that we game we about twice um, didn't we oh and my it's disallowed oh it? it's been disallowed oh, oh, wow. Wow, I was the FA Cup wow wow wow, wow, wow. Uh, Haringey had the ball in the back of the net uh, the uh, the human ruler had his, his, his flag up and was uh, he offside Yes, yeah, he is offside. The collective pause that just <laughs> it was offside. Because yeah. we were gonna Wimbledon haven't, Wimbledon haven't been great, they've been absolutely on the ropes. Um But what are they supposed I know going off me a wall, but what are they supposed to do? They're playing a non league side on T V on a Friday night. On a three G pitch. Yeah, it's, yeah a, it's a no-win it's situation. A 4G pitch, I know, but, but, but the, the 4G, 4G, it's not EE, mate. A few years ago, we, we played Stains away. Did you go to Stains? I did. I went um, and played the massive. Leisure centre. Yeah. With, with a, a leisure centre football pitch at the back and, you know, a couple of steps of terracing, such as you had. And it was a difficult game. I mean, it's a bit like what Haringey are doing with Wimbledon here. I mean, you, you just can't really win. We, we we went a goal up and then they got a penalty. They had a yep. bloke dressed up as Ali G walking around the side of the pitch. The whole thing was just... Um, the, you just wanted to get out of there, really. It the felt like a, the worst ever village fate you could go to. <laughs> the worst of those pitches are, you know that you know the hockey carpets that they used to play on. Yeah, they get like the rubberized. No, ball, no, no the, the ones no. without the rubberized balls. Oh, the sand. Like, oh. Yeah, the sand ones. They they they, they were terrible. Like Luton back in the eighties. So. That's it exactly. We're going to take a pause and we're going to come back with the opposition view next. Yet yeah, time to get an opposition view. Someone who's had uh, feet in both camps. Although I'd, I'd hasten to E E probably favours Mill uh, Norwich. Excuse me over Millwall. <laughs> uh, having played uh, 10 times more games uh, for the Canaries than he did for the Lions. Adrian Forbes joins us now. Adrian, uh, how are you, pal? Uh, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad at all. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, first and foremost, you began your career at Norwich City. I presume I presume they're your club, they're your team? Yeah, I think it's uh, slightly biased for me this weekend in that. Obviously, Norwich did give him my start at such a tender age of making my debut at 17, but obviously playing for the club from the age of 11, and now obviously being part of the coaching team um, within the academy and being a lead lead coach there, I'm going to have to be back in the, the yellow and green boys this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were born in Greenford. How did you end up in Norwich? Well, it's quite an interesting story in that I was playing for, I was going to say, I was born in Greenford and playing for a team in Hounslow called uh, West Middlesex Colts. And we were quite successful, the team that I was playing in. We went to uh, a place called Great Yarmouth, which is 20 miles or so outside Norwich. Played in a competition there, and you know there was a couple of scouts there that saw me play. And the rest is history. Uh, then done my GCSEs and moved to Norwich once I finished my GCSEs. And fortunately, was successful on trying to become that professional footballer. And uh, obviously, you know, you had a successful spell at Norwich and then played at Luton, Swansea and Blackpool. And, and then you, you you rock up at the Den. What was it like 
um, I mean, what was it? Ten years ago now, you you, you turned up in Millwall and and, and you, you came in and you know it wasn't the best of spells. I mean, yeah, but what 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 did you take from it? I think the two things I take from it is you know obviously it's been well documented uh, what Millwall was potentially like in the past. But what I can say is you know I was welcome with open arms at that club, and whilst you know when I joined the, the team was suffering with a lot of injuries, performances weren't particularly great on the pitch. Um, and I think certainly in my from the January to the end of that season that uh, I was there, first of all, I think I had quite a big impact on the team. I think the, the second season, those players that I came in around that were injured got back to full fitness. And the harsh reality was that those players were better than I was. And, you know, my time at Millwall came to an end probably sooner rather than I was hoping. But the, the reality is I've made some good friends there that I, that I continue to speak to. And it was a part of my, my footballing journey that, certainly shaped and helped me on my journey now to the coach that I am. Adrian, I've noticed that you've played um, under Kenny Jackett's management twice in your career at Swansea. Yes. And, and again, obviously at Mill, as, as you've just, just been describing. Um, very well respected manager in, in, in the game. Um, I'm guessing that you, you every team you've played at, you would take a little bit of the management style away from that in, you know, for your own, your own um, mm-hmm. career. What, what did you make of Kenny's style? He's, he's extremely well thought of at the Den still to this day. I think that the, it was it was Kenny's attention to detail, and that, that's no disrespect to any other managers that I've been fortunate enough to play under, and I have played under some some very good managers. But mm. I think it was Kenny knew exactly what he needed from his players to win each specific game. And he also knew what the opposition were going to bring to the table as well. So I would go into any one game knowing exactly what the left-back was going to do, what his attributes were, what his strengths were, what his weaknesses were. And I think each individual around the pitch knew that. And certainly that was the case uh, at Swansea, where I probably had a closer relationship with him at Swansea um, and obviously led to a lot of success when I was there with him. But I think certainly from my point of view now, going into the coaching, and albeit, you know, at Norwich, I'm in charge of the under-9s to to under-12s, what we call the foundation phase. But there's still some really key messages that I learned from Kenny about that attention to detail, about giving the players real precise, concise information to impact on the team as well as the individuals. And I think that's something that I've learned you know, very, very quickly from Kenny. A lot of people that I've heard in the past have talked about Kenny's um, his use of set pieces and how he relies on them quite often. But I think the, the, the thing I'd take away from that was actually set pieces are a vital part of the game. Absolutely. And knowing how to defend that set piece or knowing how to score from that set piece separates, you know, the, the team that's successful at the end of the season or that team that's fighting a relegation battle. So that was definitely for me, hopefully when I am coaching and working with older players, that is something, certainly something that I will, will take with me there as well. It's funny that you just mentioned that uh, with older players, that's something obviously if you end up coaching those. Um sort of Kenny had, has had a kind of um, a, a trend in his career that he tends to work with older players he don't uh, well especially at Mill we never really brought a lot of you through is there any particular reason that you could see that why managers would prefer that or was Kenny just more of those that you wanted players to do an apprenticeship elsewhere before he w- so they were more the finished article when he was coaching them kind of thing I think it's I think it's certain players and certain clubs could be, you know, victims of circumstance as well. You know, if you look at the time when I came into Millwall, you know, we weren't in a position where you could potentially afford to blood young players coming mm. through. You know what it can be like at the den sometimes. It can be quite hostile <laughs> as well as it can yeah, we, might, we might know. <laughs> as as well as and the, you know, and that's that's the reality as well as when the team's playing well, performances are good and goals are going in, it can be some of the best fans that you could possibly ever want to play against. But the reality was certainly when I came in, but the club, the team weren't performing great. So in my opinion, that wouldn't have been the right um, time to have brought young players in. If we link it to Norwich City at the moment, where we are performing quite well, we're obviously um, second in the table at the moment, albeit on, on goal difference, and we've got young players in there like Max Aarons is playing right back, Todd Cantwell, um, Jamal Lewis. We've got some real good young players mm. that are playing and performing and have been a real, in my opinion, vital part of you know what has brought the success so far this season. But good performances allow you to blood those younger players. It allows those players to thrive and develop in a, not in a, a, a non-threatening environment, but the threat is going to be a lot less you know, when you are playing and performing well at the top of the table. And I think... That's probably what I would say for Kenny is that the teams he's had 
Um, he's probably not had the opportunity to blood those youngsters due to the circumstances of league position and what's been at stake. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Adrian, I read somewhere that you're now the pitch announcer or the stadium announcer. Is that true? <laughs> That, <laughs> believe it or not, my man, that that is very very. How'd you true. land that gig? I'll be hearing you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you will be hearing me tomorrow. Well, well, that that's an interesting one as well. In that um, it is the old uh, managing director, chief exec that used to be at the at the club at Norwich City, and um, heard um, the way I spoke, uh, liked the tone of my voice, and also was mindful of the relationship that I have with the, the Norwich fans. Obviously, being in and around the club for a long time. And obviously being brought up in this era in this area from sixteen and then moving on and now coming back. And it, it goes back to I think it was two thousand and fifteen when Norwich played Ipswich actually in the playoff finals, championship playoff finals obviously to get promoted to um, the Premier League. And he sort of said, David McNally his name was, he said, Oh, um, Forbesy, I'd like you to announce the teams and get the crowd going before the Ipswich game at Cow Road. And my first response was, response was, no, nah, you're right, David. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll, we'll leave that. And he was like, no, 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 I don't think you understood what I said. I want you. And he was, he was the boss at the end of the day. So he turned around from, no, I'm not doing it. So, okay, no problem. I'll be there. I'll be there. And it sort of, it stemmed from there, really. And I did it. Uh, the crowd responded really well. Um, I think some of the things the fans have said is that they can sense my passion for the club and being on the pitch, etc. It comes through on the mic, um, and it just sort of escalated from there. And I've done it, you know, every every year since. Um, it's difficult to do the midweek games um, due to my my coaching commitments for the club. But certainly every Saturday game, as I will be tomorrow, I will be on the pitch um, naming those teams. Do you think uh, you'll be naming a Mr. Ben Marshall tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to wait and see. Because if you um, don't want him, we're quite. I'll quite happily put him in my car, <laughs> and he can bring come back with me. Um, you can pay him twenty five grand a week, rumored to be. Um, uh, if you want, I mean, we'll take him. I, I we'll can take give him, him back. A, yeah, I can give him a warm <laughs> meal and a bed. That, that's all we need. But again, you know, I think Ben's Ben's probably been the victim of circumstances. Well, as I mentioned earlier, in that he had a little bit of an injury. Um, you get yourself back to full fitness and you find you get back to full fitness and the team are winning week in, week out, but also putting in some really good, solid performances. So it makes it very hard for Daniel Farquhar at the moment to, to change a great deal of personnel unless there is that injury or unless there is that suspension. So, you know, it's that age-old thing with football. It's about biding your time. And whilst no player out there, no squad member out there should wish that injury or that suspension upon someone, the reality is at, in anyone's career, there will be a time where you, you have to bide your time and, you know, wait for that opportunity. But I'm sure from his point of view, he'll want to be out on that Carroll Road pitch tomorrow in front of, obviously, his now home fans um, at Carroll Road, but obviously against, you know, and seeing those Millwall fans that obviously 
respected him when he played for them as well. Yeah, I don't think he'll get respect if he plays tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be totally honest with you. Um, I was trying to be politically. Uh, well, I, I can afford not to be. Um, I, I generally think, and I, I'm not just saying this, I, I generally do think he's one of the best players I've ever seen at the Den. Um, technically, a fantastic player and normally with a technical player at Millwall, they tend to go a bit missing in the battle. But he can do he can do a, bat, a battling performance as well. He's not just a, a flair player that you get with a winger. Sometimes he, he he can do it all for me. So I don't understand with the greatest respect to Norwich why he's at Norwich either. You know, I mean, for me he's better than some. You know, Cardiff should have signed him. Someone in the Premier League should have signed him. I can see him at a Burnley if you understand what I mean. You know, um, a very very talented yeah. player. Yeah, and, and that and that and again, you know, that, that is the game. It's it's a game a game based on opinions and you would have seen in the real close quarters down there of course, but it's down to someone, whether it be a you know, a, a Burnley, a Cardiff, someone like that, a team that has been promoted, take taking that gamble and you know, it might be a case of they might not have seen what you guys have seen week in, week out and regularly, but you know, again with my, my yellow and green hat on, he could potentially get the chance to be in that Premier League team next season, you know, if Norwich continue the performances that they put in in recent weeks. Norwich seem to be in great form at the moment, Adrian, on on fire almost, scoring goals willy-nilly. Um, we're, we're struggling a little bit at the moment. Um, where do you see the game going tomorrow? What's your prediction? Well, well you know... I, I, without, you your, at, without your green it, hat on. Your, without your my green hat on. It, it's a difficult one because obviously I was, you know, I was fortunate enough to play in a team with, with Neil Harris and mm. someone, that I, someone that I respect, you know, massively. And even when I... When I went there, you know, and being in the dressing room with him, even though someone I played against, you know, I'm for, we're, we're similar ages, it was still yeah. like, wow, this, that's, that's Neil Harris, you know, everyone knows. So it's, it was great for me to be, you know, in a dressing room with him and in the team with him and now seeing him, you know, what he's done as a manager, I wish him nothing but success. But I think if you look at the, the momentum that Norwich City have at the moment, I can only see uh, a home win. And I think what, what you've mentioned there at the moment, that we're turning so many of our attacks into goals, you know, it's been a real, real, real positive and the goals are coming from several different people as well, which I think is a vital part to get any team success at the end of the season. You know, I don't think Norris City are ever going to be a club that's going to rely on having someone up top that's going to score 20 goals a season. So it does need to be, you know, eight or ten from your main striker, four or five from, you know, either wing and a couple from your centre midfielders. The big ugly defenders coming at the back with an odd header as well, you know, it it seems to be that the whole team are chipping in with goals. So I, I can't see anything but, but a home win tomorrow. But I do know that Millwall will come here and they will defend resolutely, I would like to think. They will create opportunities. And, you know, it would just be a case of making sure Norwich can limit the, the opportunities that, that Millwall do have. You've cheered me up no end, Adrian. I'll well, get you on the show, more. You should know, Adrian, you played for us. We're the world's worst favourites and the world's best underdogs. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering we have to drive up there tomorrow now. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully we'll produce a Millwall, Millwall performance tomorrow. Uh, who do you think so. is going to be the, the danger man for Norwich? Who do Millwall need to stop if they are to actually get a result at this game? Well, I think if you if you look at it in recent weeks, you know, Timu Puki, who's been playing playing up front, uh, you know, his performances have been very good and he's got some goals to match as well. And I think his movement, his movement has caused a lot of defenders a lot of trouble, but we've also got the likes of Jordan Rhodes as well that with Timu's performances hasn't started many games, but to have to be in a position where you've got the likes of Jordan Rhodes, who is a proven championship goal scorer, you know, sitting on the bench, it, it speaks volumes. But but also we've got, you know, as I said, you know, Jamal Lewis and Max Aaron's left back and right back. You know, we've got two young, energetic players that want to get up and down the pitch. And certainly Max Aaron's performance last week against Sheffield Wednesday, he was, albeit a right back, he was a real attacking threat as well. So you look at those, you look at those players, and you think they'd be one to look at potentially from a defence, turning defence into attack. But for me, if he starts, Timu Kuki would definitely be one for you know for the for the Millwall fans to to be wary of. Uh, give us a score prediction for tomorrow, pal. Oh, I'm going to go big. I'm going to go for a three-one Norwich win. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> 
sorry. Lump sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll know if loads of people have listened tonight if I get all sorts of stick when I'm on the pitch tomorrow with my microphone. What's, what's your Twitter <laughs> handle? <laughs> Keep it quiet. Keep get it undisclosed. Quiet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much Brilliant. for joining us, Adrian. Delighted to, uh, well, delighted to welcome you on this evening. Adrian Forbes, a former wi- uh, winger. For uh, Millwall right, and uh, and Norwich City as well, uh, we're approaching ninety minutes, and Wimbledon have scored. Wimbledon have grabbed a late, 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 late winner, and uh, Haringey absolutely got. They played their they played brilliantly. They played absolutely brilliantly. But it looks like Wimbledon have uh, won this FA Cup tie. The question is, has that saved Neil Ardley's job? Um, yeah, Haringey, uh, Haringey, not too pleased with their defending. At all. Unfortunately, it's my mate who's headed the ball back as well. It's not bad. No, we should stop that cross. That's a nice goal. It's a nice finish. The first, the first, look, the look, first look, look, heading is not that bad. It's not good. But look at look at the keeper. Look at the keeper. He just let that. He just put one arm up. It's, oh, it's deflection. It's taking oh. a deflection. Yeah. But he should, still should react better. Mitch Pinnock. Yeah. That's the proverbial that difficult a, place to go on a, on a Friday night in a pouring rain, isn't it? Yeah. Borough. <laughs> is that not? Uh, he looked a bit like Denzel Garrard. Who? <laughs> Millwall. Yeah. A famous oh, God, Millwall. A Denzel Garrard. Famous Millwall goalkeeper. What a name! Not as good as the name as Hubert Busby who, of course, made no appearances for Crystal Palace. Yeah, are you paying way too much for your energy bills and insurance? You could be saving hundreds of pounds by shopping around. Find out just how much you could save by going to a spokesmancent.com. Search for the cheapest deals on your energy bills and the best value for your home car and travel insurance. Don't take our word for it. There's hundreds of a spokesman said customers who save Big Brian from Derbyshire, save £400 on his energy bills. Jim in Glasgow, a whopping £600. Kurt from Surrey saved over £300 on his home insurance. And Tony from Northampton saved a massive £2,800 on his energy bills. Don't pay the price for not shopping around. Visit a spokesmansaid.com and you could be saving money on your bills in time for Christmas. Chaps, where are we? 13 minutes to 10 o'clock across the capital. By the way, Wimbledon have beaten uh, Haringey just. Ever so slightly just. And I've got a feel for my mate Mark Kirby. There he is. There he is. Um, he, 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 I, I told the Chelsea lads that when the draw was made, he put on Facebook, how can I lose two stone in two weeks? Um, <laughs> Very difficult. And, and inside about 15 minutes of the game, they kept panning to him because he kept literally just like shaking his head going, I can't do it, I can't do it. <laughs> there he is, he, he, he chugging along, bless him. Um, Looks a decent centre-half. Yeah, he's, he is actually a decent centre-half and, and many a conversation we've had um, has, has sort of basically just rested on the fact that he can't be bothered, really. <laughs> He's too lazy to be a football He's, player. Um, it's the magic of the FA Cup. It's still a great competition. Look at that, you know, that, that game we've got there, Haringey at home to AFC Wimbledon. It's like John Parking. You know, in, in a week where we're talking, the club's talking about forming a, a European Super League. I'm picking my language carefully, listeners, because I don't want to get dumped. Don't forget the extra. Um, for the extra, the extra. But in the week that we've got that nonsense going on, it's just fantastic to see a game at Haringey's ground over in this you know, Tottenham somewhere. I guess so it's, it's actually on White, White Hart Lane, Lane yeah. in a pouring rain. This that's what football is and what it should be about. So you know, not about the elite. It, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But obviously, the, there's reality, be. and then there's there's what you you romantically like. But we, that, that's a fantastic Sky Sports leads fixture. We were we were about <laughs> to talk about that uh, Mills Championship fixture against Blackburn Rovers at the Den will now be televised on Sky Sports all around the world. That, that, that game's going to go. You're missing the, the keyword there. Beamed, beamed to places from Antarctica to to the Serengeti Desert. They'll be watching. Millwall at home on 5.30 kickoff versus in, Blackburn. In, in Mogadishu. They're, they're Downtown Mogadishu. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll say, uh, stop the guns are blazing for a moment. Let's put the telly on and put Millwall on. Downtown Mogadishu, there will be no one in sight. No, no one in sight. There'll be I think they'd have to pay people to get people not to watch. <laughs> in yeah. deepest... Borneo saying, you know, and their only words of English will be Steve Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, in the Wolf of Wall Street, it's Steve Madden. <laughs> Steve Madden. Steve Women Morrison. <laughs> Gregory Stretching. Morrison's there. <laughs> Such a terrible impression. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't do. Oh, I can't say the so word of the combination of Donny Azoff and the Rain Man. Well, yeah. To be fair, your mate's on I, telly now. He's talking. Yeah, there he is, Curbs. Love you, mate. 
I John Park. John Park. I, I did text. I did text him today. He was like, "Thanks, man." Just say your mate. Uh, just say your radio mates think he looks like John Parkins' younger twin. <laughs> why? Why have Sky chosen the Mill versus Blackburn game? Something needs to. Ca- something needs to clean the Leeds palette because <laughs> it's re proper. <laughs> I mean, there's a contractual obligation to show so many games for per club, I believe. So we've, we've they've got to show one of us, one of our games at They've some shown stage. Two so far this season. Yeah. Uh, there was there was a game on Sky this evening, uh, a Championship game. It was Sheffield Steel City. Steel City. Derby. Derby. Oh, how did, Steel, how did that go? Blade nil 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 all nil each nil each nil each. Did Neil Warnock turn up at half time and go? Where's that muscat? That foot muscat. That foot muscat. get your boots on, lad. I'm retired, gaffer. No, Tony, get your boots on. Paddy, what's he done to your nose? No, Neil muscat. You can Paddy Kenny just crying. Yeah, muscat was. You want to talk match Jacks. Jacks. Match, <laughs> match day hospitality. Backup keeper, mate. Match day hospitality. I, does does anyone like going in the, the corporate boxes? Yes, I love you, you Ali's love it. Bar what about you, Ali? Do you like it? I've never been invited. We've been invited. Brandon, you've been invited? I'd like to. Brandon's never been in the corporate box. I have been in the corporate box. And it was delightful. It's all. It's not football as, as, as I. As, as I, as I no, like no, no, no. You're you know, not getting the PR bit here. <laughs> <laughs> the curry was the best curry I've ever eaten in my life. Oh, right. Yes, yes it was, yes. <laughs> the service was phenomenal. <laughs> um, the, the only thing I'd say with the Millwall corporate boxes and the VIP sections, actually, is it's very similar to being on the, on the terraces. There's not really an awful lot of they difference. They are two rows you, behind. You don't raise your social status. Yeah, are, it was like a five-star <laughs> terrace. <laughs> they were two, they're two rows behind where I sit normally, <laughs> where I'd done my uh, piece to camera last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, you piece to camera? I was on Sky, mate. Were you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Harry's, Harry's our new Sky TV taken you never, you over. Never I, send it to me. I can't. Uh, I'm sorry, mate. We'll, we can save it for the extra. Please <laughs> do. I, I, I can't keep doing it. Isn't there any new stars for the for TV <laughs> now? I, 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 my day's done. I've still know. got face for it. Anyway, got the voice for anyway, face mm, for it, too. it was a silky smooth pint of lager I enjoyed at Ari's Bar at the Den. Yes, <laughs> it made me forget all of my troubles, and I'll go there for a glass of beer and some jellied eels. <laughs> No, corporate boxes, I mean, they're an essential part of the game. It's, it's just I, I struggle with the idea sometimes, especially at a place like Wembley and even Arsenal. We have an I went Club Wembley, though. I thought Club Wembley was lovely. Because it avoids, it avoids strings. These people that strings, come to Millwall yeah. no, to annoy me. These people true. that turn up for one game of season. However, we need you to buy season tickets, so continue to support <laughs> the, the reason. The, the, the reason that I raised the subject is that I was looking through my Millwall weekly newsletter and they were trying to sell corporate boxes for the forthcoming Christmas, Christmas fixtures. Oh, um, I don't know how much. Should we do our Christmas uh, doing a Christmas box? I to walk into the club shop, Brandon, and say, I'll, I'll fancy a, you know, I fancy myself a nice corporate box. How much would that cost me? Ah, it's a few thousand pounds, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's got to be. It's a quite few expensive. I'm not when, too when sure. Are the, when there's yeah. a shirt, we don't going, sell them in the shop. Where is the beautiful away orange away kit going in the sale? Yeah, when they're going on half price. I need to do a double. <laughs> I want one as a high visibility <laughs> jacket and football kit. <laughs> I've actually got that kit. I actually like it. You like the orange? I actually like the orange. Yeah. Yeah. My favourite Was it your orange. decision to make no, 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 it away from home in grey? No, no, it wasn't. We no. found the man. There we go. <laughs> the Ladies and gentlemen, ring in now. It's no. dire, in my opinion. That's a show in itself. So, at Millwall Derby, I was I was obviously sat in the press box. But you know, if you look right, there's like a massive hospitality bank of people. Yes, there is. It literally looks like, you know, like a scene from like the craze <laughs> you know like all, all all the men decked up in their finery and like there, their ladies just was there a lot of ben sherman there was a lot of ben sherman there was a lot of um barbar you what barber <laughs> no no mate they're all a lot of a lot of suits a lot of ties oh. a lot no of three pieces je- no wax shoot a lot of three pieces um, I, I saw a lady wearing a hat nutty Ooh. nutty turnout as they call it. <laughs> it it was it was it was very good and you know in their little padded chairs their little padded armrests and yeah all you that. have a padded seat up there yeah, yeah. So club Wembley but it's, it's not terribly different I mean the the uh, the, uh, the you know the, the language is still as uh, as, as industrial colourful as get, um, colourful you just got the ladies going Colin please I've never heard you say that before. <laughs> yeah. So, if Buy you're listening <laughs> and you fancy a corporate box out there, dear listeners, they're available over um, the Christmas period. So, so when I, when I used to run nightclubs, we, um, m- myself and and one of my business partners decided, like, you know, if we're going to advertise, we we want like the full shebang. Uh, so okay. we went to uh, that place that I called a, a tin can with a roof last week, the Medeski Stadium. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Reading, and yeah. literally, it was just a it was just a fellow with a calculator. <laughs> just ca- literally, a fellow with a calculator. Didn't have going, another super 
mad, you know, make some noise for a the boys moment last week when they were like 1-0 up some noise for them boys. yeah I know they had, they went 1-0 up then 2-1 then 3-2 t- didn't they they had also that fella's game. understudy you know oh, oh yeah. yeah did you learn what did you learn from him really always, our guy Mr. By for now that does the Millwall he's announcement he's an accountant yeah but he's, he's, he? he's been there I can remember uh, Mr. By for now being there when I started going you're going back to 1970s I, I like that. do you know what do you know what I love the most is a little welcome he does and a very warm welcome and a good afternoon <laughs> to all the players directors <laughs> football you know that start and, and officials to, um, of, have a sign of off, West Ham um, United <laughs> and our fans will make you feel especially welcome. <laughs> he used to just sign up. He used to say, uh, tell your friends to tell their friends about the next Millwall fixture. It might be Millwall versus Chester or something. You know, <laughs> tell your friends to tell their friends. You know, it's kind of multi-viral. Basically, do you know what Verbal, that's, that's viral. That's the early form of social media. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was. That. That's <laughs> like hitting Bur- share on Facebook, retweet. And that, Bermondsey, and his, his, Bermondsey you know. like Bermondsey bot. <laughs> the Bermondsey <laughs> beat. Yeah. And his, his sign off is obviously bye for now. <laughs> to be fair, the he's got a great is, voice. Yeah, he's got a fantastic yeah. he's got a great voice. voice. He could be the number one DJ and, in Bermondsey. And, and, and you do DJ, notice it DJ. when he's not there. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's it's the thing. not the same. Every single season, yeah. we have a weird phenomenon that you think, is he still here? He goes well, yeah, because he has to go on holiday, doesn't he? He's got to go on Yeah, holiday. but he goes on holiday in the football season. Yeah, he's got that all wrong. He's got He's gone for his two weeks in Bognor, and you lot are going, oh my God, where is he? Le- Le- name's Les. Les something. He's, a, he's a, like an estate agent. Club, I'm sure will contact us in the week and tell us. Thank you very much. <laughs> Big uh, up, Les. Yeah, let's have some score burritos. 1-1. We'll do well, get a point now. I'm going to go with 1-1, one, one, but that's heart on the head. Uh, I'll go for 1-1 one, one as well. 0-1. Nil 0-1. One. <laughs> Nil one. What's Millwall? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, Morris is going to come back to Haunton. Potentially. Oh, potentially. Let's hope that. Yeah. Right, this is Love Sport Radio with your London football fan shows. That's it. We're done, 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 done for another week. Bubba Watson's back Sunday night from 7. He's taking you through the week because I am off on my holly bobs. Have a good week. I'll see you a week Monday where we talk all things West Ham from 7. Love Sport, 558 AM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.